I want to preach a message that is titled, Which Yoke? Which Yoke? Now, before I read the scripture, let me give you the definition of what a yoke is. A yoke is a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals that are attached to a plow or a cart that they're going to pull. And I need you to understand something, and I'm going to show it to you in the Bible. We are all fastened to a yoke. Every single one of us is fastened to a yoke. The question is this, which yoke are we fastened to? So go to your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. If you don't have your Bible, you can read it on the screen behind me. If you're watching online, it's going to show up there right under me, like right here, I think. Media team, thank you for doing what you do for our online campus. Online campus, can you give it up for our media team, put a little happy emoji thing here, whatever. We love you guys online. Verse 28, Jesus says, come to me, of Matthew 11, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Gentle and lowly of heart is another way of describing I am meek. Meekness, I, I, I need you to understand, is not weakness. But when you look at the actual definition of what meek is scripturally when it comes uh, uh, from the word of God, it means a controlled strength. Some people equate somebody that is meek as being weak. They didn't stand up and do anything. No, no, no. Jesus had all the power, but he allowed himself to be crucified. He actually told the disciples and the people at one point, I can call down a legion of angels and knock everybody out. He had the strength and the power, but he was meek. He controlled his strength. So Jesus says, take your yoke upon me and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Then he says in verse 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So if Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, I can extrapolate from that. We are all going to have a yoke. Now, which yoke we are yoked into? will change your life. See, what does a yoke do? And, and, and before, I, 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 I got to share you the story that happened to me. I, anybody here an American Airlines reward member or American Airlines credit card holder? Any, anybody here? Okay. So I'm an American Airlines credit card holder. And um, I get miles for using my credit card. But one of my perks is that my first suitcase and that of up to six people traveling with me is free. Now, do the math. I'm a family of five at 25 bucks a pop. Is it up to 30 now? Look at that. 30 bucks a pop. I don't have to worry about it. It's free. It's $150 after I bought my airplane ticket just to get on the airplane with a suitcase, right? So we were doing this, we, uh, uh, the group of, or group of leadership from the church, we were going to this conference, and uh, we booked on American Airlines, and, and I told some people in the group, hey, don't worry about it, like, you don't have to worry about your baggage. You're traveling with me. But there was a problem. 
So we check in and we do my stuff and then the other person checks in and, 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 and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, look, one, two, three, four, five, five, six. And they're like, there's a problem here. They're not on your reservation. You may be traveling together, but it only applies if you're on the same reservation. Let's say it this way. It only applies if you're yoked together. And what we're going to talk about today and the freedom that we have in Christ, it only applies if we're yoked to him. It doesn't apply to the one that's not yoked to Jesus. So the, the light burden, the, 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 the lowliness, the humbleness, and, and the meekness, these things are going to come and we're going to learn them as we are tied to Jesus. But many times we take our head out of the yoke, oh, that hurt, and we're all fastened to a different yoke, but we're yoked, we're yoked, but the question is, which yoke? So what do they use a yoke for, if you can throw that image back up? They'll tie an experienced ox to one side, and not just experienced, but a big guy, right, like like Sergio there, or Joel. Just met Elvis, big guy. Like, 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 like they're going to tie somebody that knows what they're doing to the inexperienced one. See, the inexperienced one, they don't know what pace is, so sometimes they're going to want to go too fast, and the experienced ox says, it's a marathon, buddy. Slow down. And he's nice and big and strong, so the young guy ain't going to be able to move him. Or... Young guy, I can run the whole thing and gonna go really, 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 you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm exhausted. So I'm like dragging and the experience ox says, no, 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 papo, papo, keep the pace and moves that little weakling along. It's the reasoning of the yoke. A farmer doesn't put two inexperienced ones because then they're going to fight. Everybody's going to go that way, that way. Nothing's going to get plowed. You ever seen Amazing Race when they got like the donkey and the thing is like, I got a broken one. It's not working. It's not moving. Like they're going to put the inexperienced with the experienced one. And you and I, as we are growing in life, we will always need to continue to be yoked to Jesus because that's the only way we're going to continue to grow and grow in him. Amen. And that's why Paul is able to write this because I haven't attained it. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. Uh, let me be authentic. Let me be transparent. Let me be honest with you guys. I mean, our church is, 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 is almost 10 and a half years old. Before that, I youth pastored. I, I, I've been an ordained minister for, for, for over 17 years, I think. And I have no shame in saying that last year, 2021, was my largest year of personal growth as a pastor. As I sat in Pastors University under Pastor Larry Stockstill and, and got around other pastors and other things to pour into me and teach me from their wisdom and for their experience. I could have gone and said, man, I made it to 10 years. What? The average church in America dies after three. We're getting, we're chugging along. No, 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 no. I got to grow. And I'm only going to grow if I'm on the same yoke as Jesus. And so what else can we take from this passage? Well, we can take this. We're going to learn from whoever you're yoked with. We are going to learn from the one that we are yoked to. 
You know at work, when you have that coworker that's not very good at their job, anybody, have you ever had a coworker that's not very good at their job? Yeah, I mean, we've all had, right? And that coworker that's not very good at their job is the one that they attach the trainee to. Oh, God. Now we got two that aren't very good at their job. Sometimes we yoke ourselves to the one that's not very good at living the way that God wants them to live, and then we wonder why we're not growing in Christ. Well, who are we yoked to? Who are we tied to? Who are we learning from? Here's another thing I want you to jot down. I, I think this is a good one. I need you to jot this down. The burden that we carry is dependent on who you're yoked to. The burden you carry is dependent on who you're yoked to. Let's go back to the airplane. Let's go back to the airport, right? If you're married, your wife's luggage is almost always overweight. Men, can I get an amen, right? Like, we're, we're going on vacation soon, pull the suitcases out. My wife's like, I'm going to put it on. I was like, no, you're not. I will pack the suitcases. My job. I got this. Because if not, at the airport, we're opening it up. You always see, right? Like, you always open. At the airport, there's somebody, at least one time, who's open and putting out a pair of high heels to stick them in the other suitcase. Maybe one high heel in one suitcase and one in the other. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So... You get these bags that, that weigh 50 pounds, and you pick, go to pick them up to lug them up, right? And they're, they're heavy. And you're busting a sweat as you're trying to move it. But that same exact luggage has these two little wheels on the bottom, and if you stand it upright and you pull the little stick out, same luggage with the same weight is so much easier to move because the weight is being carried by the wheels. So if you are carrying a burden that is very, very heavy, I'm going to ask you, why are you carrying it and not letting the wheels do the work? And how do we let the wheels do the work? We yoke ourselves to Jesus. He's the one that can. He's the one that says, hey, it's, it's lighter when it's with me. It's, it's, it's not burdensome when it's with me. So I wrote this. There's many yokes that are hard. <laughs> There's only one that is easy. There's many yokes that are heavy. There's only one that is light. I told you at the beginning of the sermon, I, Thursday was rough for me. For no explicable reason. Are you okay that I'm transparent? I, like, look, if you came here thinking pastors are on a pedestal, please, no, I'm not. I'm a human just like you. And Thursday, for all intents and purposes, was going perfect. Like, there was no reason for what happened to me on Thursday. Thursday was actually my Sabbath. It was my day that I did not work to refill. So I woke up in the morning, helped my wife and kids get ready for school. They left to school. I left and went on a walk. I did a uh, almost five-mile prayer walk, worshiping and praying. Then I got back to my house, and I did my daily Bible reading. 
Then I finish all of that, and I had my weekly call that I have with my pastor. My pa- I meet with my pastor weekly via Zoom, and, and he pours into us, right? My, my, myself, uh, my, my other buddy, Hunter, who's going to be here in September to preach, and another pastor friend of mine, Antoine, who's also going to be here this year to preach and pour into you guys. And, and, and so he preaches to us. And every- I finish that. Okay, everything's going great. My dad had told me, I got this tree I need, to, I need to cut out, and I can't. I was like, Dad, I'll go take care of it for you. So I, I, I got my saw out, I got my stuff out, and I went over to my dad's house. Cut it off, cut it, did all the things, whatever. Went back home, showered. My wife calls me and says, hey, can you pass by the school? I need your help with something. I was like, sure, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll go meet up with you or whatever. And all of a sudden, I got smacked with an overwhelming weight that completely demonic, questioning what am I doing, why am I doing it? I mean, it was bad. As a matter of fact, if you ask my wife, I sat in her office for two hours trying to help her. I don't think I was useful for anything. Like, I read the papers, and I was just, I was, it was, I just felt this heaviness for no explicable reason. And I came to this passage out of the message translation. And look how it says. It says, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me. You'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Let the unforced rhythms of grace Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And then, I was like, I, 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 I need some time, right? Like, I, was like, I went and I grabbed Abigail. She's my 11-year-old. She's playing basketball. And, and I was like, Mama, do you, you want to go shoot some baskets? This is, you know, this, again, it was my, my day off, my Sabbath. And I said, let's go look at the gym. And y'all know, God, I, well, I'll explain it. So we, we, we go to the gym at her school, which, by the way, has about 25,000 activities every single day. <laughs> and it's not in use. So I look for a ball, and they're all locked up. And I find the athletic director, and he's like, man, I don't even have a key. And I was like, hold on. I have a brand new ball in my truck that doesn't even have air. He's like, I got a pump. So the athletic director fills up this ball and locks me in the gym with my daughter for an hour. Her and I by ourselves just shooting some baskets. And this weight starts lifting as I'm just with my daughter, being dad with her. I tell one of the coaches, like, yeah, I had to spend an hour in the gym with Abigail. He's like, our gym? It's like, I work here. I never get time alone in the gym. My wife gets home that afternoon. I said, today was rough. Today was hard. I'm honest. And I said, I feel that the weight wasn't just upon me. I feel there was a lot of people in our church that are carrying a weight that they cannot understand why it's there. And it's where the Lord then gave me this message to preach today instead. And I felt in my spirit is because a lot of us were allowing ourselves to be yoked to religion and religiosity instead of being yoked to Jesus. 
Let me get back to the passage in Matthew 11 for a minute, and let's talk what was happening at the very moment. So Jesus is telling the people, the yoke of the law of Moses is unbearable. Right? Like if you read Leviticus and you read Deuteronomy, you read these things, it was like, if your shoelace gets untied, go sacrifice a cow, right? Like, I'm exaggerating there, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was always like, it was something that was unattainable. But grace is different. But what happens is a lot of us have allowed the grace almost to lift, and we yoke ourselves to religion. I do it because I have to. And we allow self-righteousness, and we allow all these different things in us, and the spirit of religiosity, and we're yoked to that instead of being yoked to Jesus. And it's why the burden has gotten heavy. It's why we feel we can't sustain it. It's why we feel we need to give up. It's why we feel we can't make it to the other side because we're yoked to the wrong thing and we're carrying the weight instead of pulling it on the wheels. And my main reason for today is to remind you that you need to actively yoke yourself with Jesus. Because it's so easy for us to get out of the yoke and yoke ourselves to something else. Look at what Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1. You can jot it down. It's going to come up on the screen. You can read it later. It says this. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. It's again talking about religion. It's again talking about the fact, in this specific instance, it's talking about the people who were telling the, the Gentiles, which we are, unless you were born of Jewish descent, you are a Gentile. And salvation had come to us, the Gentiles, but the Jews were saying, no, you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you need to do the other. And Paul's saying, you're going back to the yoke of bondage. You're going back to doing things because of religion. You're going back to do it because you have to, as opposed to doing it because Jesus said, take my yoke and learn from me. Take my burden because it's light. Take my thing because it's easy. And if we're finding ourselves fighting everything, it's because we're not yoked to him. What are we yoked to? Well, you need to look at that in your life. Are you yoked to the person that's speaking death over you? Are you yoked to the person that is just speaking everything wrong that is happening in, around? Are you yoked to the person that is just stuck in the past and the way things were? Are you stuck in what are we stuck in? That Jesus is looking at us and saying, I've got space for you. I've got a place for you. I want to teach you. I want you to learn from me. I want you to see how to do it. That you can get to the other side. That you can have success. That you can have freedom. Why? Because my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Because who you're yoked to is who you learn from. What you're yoked to is where you end up. So I ask again, which yoke? Friday morning, I had a prayer time with six other pastors from our city. It's a group of about 10 or 12 of us that meet every other month or so. Corporately, I meet with a lot of them individually. But I walked into that and we started praying and worshiping. And Pastor Chris from NUMA, a good friend of mine, 
we started worshiping. He said, David, pray. And, and I prayed. And then as we continued worship, I went up to him and I said, yesterday was one of my hardest spiritual days ever for no apparent reason. I just need a hug. I told you I was just going to be real. If you want fake, there's other places. And Pastor Chris, my friend, just hugged me and said, God has you. But I felt the weight of some of you and that all you needed was the reminder, he's got you. He's holding you. He's sustaining you. He's restoring your marriage. He's restoring your children. He's restoring your finances. He's restoring your health. He's restoring your soul. He's restoring everything. But you have to actively remain yoked to Jesus. And if you remained yoked to him, Chris, if you can come jump on the piano where Andrew Whoever was playing, it is. Come up, worship team, come up. If you remain yoked to Jesus, you truly can do all things. And some of us, we've let other things take control of us. We're yoked to anxiety and worry and depression and doubt. We're yoked to self-righteousness and thinking I know it all and I can do a better job and I do this and I do that. We're, we're yoked to the I. We're yoked to what everybody else is doing on their Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And, and Jesus says to you this morning, come to me if you are tired and heavy laden for I'm going to give you rest. Just come. Come. I want everybody to stand to their feet and if you can dim the lights a little bit, Ralph. Uh, and I'm going to ask nobody to be moving or going around. This is just, I need you to have a minute, just you and God here. And we're going to have a moment where we're just going to worship to receive this freedom and being re-yoked to Jesus. But there's some of you that are here today or some that are online that you've never been yoked to Jesus. Your entire life you've been trying to do it just on your good works or on your merits or because I'm a good person and I've never killed anybody or I've never done this or I've never done that. But that yoke is the yoke of me. I can do it. But reality is that salvation comes through the yoke of the grace, the yoke of being tied to Jesus. 
Which is why Jesus says to all of these people who are under the law, come to me and I will give you rest. With every head bowed, with every eye closed, this is just you and God. Please, every head bowed and every eye closed. If today you say, I've never been yoked to Jesus. I've never surrendered my life to him. And today you say, I want to give my life to him. Just raise your hand right where you are, all around the room. This is you and God. This is you and God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. It's you and God. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. And we're going to pray it all together. We're going to all say it. And we're going to say, God, I'm a sinner. I can't do this alone. It's too heavy. But today, out of my own free will, I recognize who you are that Jesus is your son, that he came to earth, he lived a perfect life, he died on the cross, and he rose from the grave to pay the price for my sin. So today, write my name in the book of life. I take on your yoke. I want to learn from you. I want to be like you. I want to be with you. And I thank you for I will feel the lightness and the easiness of being yoked to you. In Jesus' name. Well, the Bible says, guys, that if you confess with your mouth what you believe in your heart, you're saved. And There's a party going on in heaven right now for each person that said, I want to be tied to Jesus. But again, I know that there was a heaviness and and I want to open this altar this morning just to worship for the next four or five minutes. I'm not sure. We're just going to worship. And if you came in with a heaviness, with something you know was not what God has for you, a burden, a yoke that was not him, and today you say, I want to re-yoke myself to Jesus. I, I want that light burden. Come to the altar to worship together. I'm not going to lay hands on anybody. I'm not praying over anybody. But if you want to receive that lightness, that easy burden from him, disyoke yourself from your pride and yoke yourself to Jesus. From your self-righteousness, from your anxiety, your depression, your fears, and yoke yourself to Jesus. The altar is open. Just come declare it and worship with him.